In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Wash up and welcome back to another episode of No Ceilings Podcast with your host. Now nah, fuck that with your low glasses Malone. Elon Musk, they don't gotta run Elon Musk. No, but everybody, everybody is not Elon Musk, bro. Let's live, let's let's break it down I, this world. But that's the it's problem with this country, though. The problem with this country is that prices have gotten so inflated because of the borrowing culture that the, that the metric of value has exactly. been polluted. <sighs> I wish we wasn't doing the damn podcast right now, Pete. We're recording this. I know, but I just oh. wish. <laughs> yeah, you don't give a <laughs> Because we're supposed to deliver, but that's a whole nother story. I ain't tripping so. Um, how's Florida? How's adjusting in Florida anyway? Man, I don't even want to come back for Christmas to see the family. Not at all. No, I don't want to ever come back. You well, guys are out of your minds. I don't know what's the matter. I don't know what is going on with you guys not not moving. You guys are crazy. I don't know who want to live in Florida. Fastest growing state in the union, I think. In the union, I believe so. In the Confederate, that's a real. That's a really white word. The union, yeah. United the States of America is the union. The Confederacy, the Confederacy. It's the fastest growing state in the Confederacy. Man, <laughs> Not that's, think a, it that's, is. Real, that's really white of you, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> no ceilings, GL, my boy Peter, and with us for a third. Third conversation, eavesdropping in on the players is Gangster Chronicles host, manager extraordinaire, Mr. Big Steel. Y'all make some fucking noise for Big Steel. Ain't nobody clapping for you, nigga. I ain't clapping for you. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was wonderful. <laughs> Man, you enjoying your weekend off still? Man. I, I heard that the game wasn't played this weekend. <laughs> Oh, no, man. I'm very glad that it wasn't played, man, because this has become a joke. Man. <laughs> the, the only joke to me is that the only team in America to have a school or to have a game canceled for COVID is Cal, who's mandated everybody within 500 miles to get 50 shots in their arm. And That's they're the only true, team. Man. Berkeley is the only school, place man. that had a team with so much COVID they couldn't play the game. Berkeley. And that's what I'm saying. I'm just I'm like, a, how do they catch COVID now, man? Like, how did this happen, man? But I'm I'm cool to be at home, man. Because, you know, it would have been something crazy happening. We would have fucked around and lost to Cal and I'd have been mad as hell or some shit. So I'm glad. I'm, I'm kind of glad to be at home chilling this weekend. Right, I do crazy. think that's funny, though. I do think that's funny. California, 
Like my state has that whole better than thou type attitude, and you are the one who fucks up. And you know what state they love to make fun of? Florida. And you know who got the best COVID numbers? Florida. And you know who had 100,000 for a shitty game between two garbage schools in the state of Florida? Florida State. Welcome to Dope Campbell, Tallahassee, and my Canes lost. Fuck. But we played the game. Y'all played the game, at least. We didn't have, they talk about moving into November or something like that. I was like, whatever, man. So it's not even a forfeit? No, it it should be technically to me. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, I'm going to say this again. This is for the second time. Steel son plays for USC. Chris Steele. Feel me? So when he's talking Man, right you know, now, he's saying, you know we, got, we, we didn't ask you. You came on this show. We 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 informed the audience of who the fuck we're talking about. So you just go tell them about all my whole family. Listen, 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 listen. You come on Gangsta Chronicle, this to keep it real show. Real nigga. This is public forum. You can you, he on ESPN. All right, ain't no secrets about this. this yeah, we didn't want to do this. So when he says we, he's referring to USC. So go ahead yes. now. Yeah, um, I'm just glad we didn't play this weekend, man. Kind of <laughs> glad, you know. It, it gets kind of like it. Then my wife, she's getting into all the football now, so she watched every game that's on. I'm like, can we watch something else besides football? That's a juxtaposition. You know, because it just get tiring sometimes, man. It's too much emotion that goes into it, man. I'm getting old. Gee, I can't get too emotionally invested in a whole bunch of stuff. My heart starts tickering and shit, man. It just ain't cool. You sound like good boy. <laughs> yeah, it is. I just want a simple life, bro. That's it. I just want a simple life, man. And that's it. <laughs> hey, you can come retire in Florida. Man, I'm not coming down to the Florida. They got flying roaches down there. It's hot. It's humid and muggy. And what you saving money, you go so spend the air conditioning because it's hot as a motherfucker out there. No way, man. It's so nice. That's, it's colder here than where you are. Florida, you know how it goes, how the weather is in Florida. It'll feel like you're getting a, somebody in the um, airplane just dumping a um, gallon of water on you. Then it'll be hot and muggy again. That's how it rained down there, though. It don't even get, get that hot. It's like high 80s. Low 90s at most. No, it's it's 79 right now. No, no, Peter. 80 degrees down there feel like it's about 100 degrees. You sweating, your clothes getting messed up and everything. I know. I'm here. It's, it was 82 today. It was nice. And that humidity ain't right. No, it ain't, man. It's not. It, you guys are treating it like it's Houston or like it's some shit like that. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty close. Did you get, your, did you get in your new place yet? Thursday. Thursday. How much is the rent? Fifteen hundred, less than a mile from the sand. Oh my God, you are in paradise. I'm a. I'm a is it? It's just a one bedroom. It's chill. No, I'm trying I'm to say, you know, fifteen hundred a month in um California, boy, that gets you some shit the size of a closet. I'd be in the Jays at fifteen hundred right now. I'm, yeah. I'm on the. I'm on the sand. Like I, mean, I could. I'm a little bike ride from the boardwalk. How tough was it to get in it? Um, it's hard. I guess it's just, it's a bit of a feeding frenzy down here. But I had a good um, realtor from another place I was looking at. There was a two bedroom further inland for sixteen hundred, and I let this couple take it. And this and the girl was like, "Look at this other place that's not on the market yet because they're fixing the bathroom up." And I was like, "This is great. I'll take it." How does it work getting a place down there? You know how, like in California, you want to go get an apartment if it's available and you want it, you get it, right? If you're there yeah. first. Yeah. Here, they'll list an apartment and they'll wait for a week and take in like 15 applications and kind of like try to upbid everybody out up and bid. do that. Like, I like just collect. Bid. I think they look oh, 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 they on. Hold on. You mean like collect? You mean collect like fees for like the application fees? No, well that happens too. But like, no, really. Even prior to that, like it's um, it's kind of like New York. Like they'll list. Okay, we're gonna list the apartment at fifteen hundred. I'll show them. I'll give you fifteen hundred. Some guy will come up the next day. Oh, it's someone's already offered. I'll give you fifteen fifty, and then it'll go for seventeen hundred. Like oh, that's they can do that. Yeah, it's like New York style shit. Yeah. So you can auction the rent. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's a market system. So yeah. That is some Florida. Shit. Which I, I've I've negotiated rents downward. I've never negotiated a rent upward as a consumer. So like the fact that I got this before it hit market was probably the only way it's gonna happen. No, that's some old country ass shit right there. 
country shit. That's, that's, that's like Manhattan. Like the people, because all they're doing is looking to see, oh, it's a nigga right here. It's a Mexican right here. We don't want them in there. They're looking to see who they want. Well, they 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 going by who got the money still. Shit, they say yeah. he's saying you could you can offer eighteen hundred and get it over the white man. man. The motherfucking apartment is on listed for fifteen hundred. That's what the hell it need to be. Ain't no damn bartering system where you trying to raise the rent up and, and California, nigga, California, all that shit, negotiating and bidding and shit. I think I think the the two bedroom I was looking at, the other people that took it, they were gonna outbid me. They were a black couple. I was just like, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even going to put a bid in and force you to outbid me because I knew that they were going to do it. So I just said, you can just have it at the market rate and I'm, and I'm not going to force that problem. That's, on why you. You, that's why you're not a cracker. Thank you, sir. I, that was so generous of you. It's also why I'm in, in a hotel still. But that's because, you <laughs> you know, I respect that, man. It's That type of excellence doesn't happen with Caucasian people traditionally that are in position. Yeah, let, let me ask you this, Peter. Did they have... Um, did they have a required credit score that they wanted you to have before you move in there? Yes. What was the they score? Did. 650. 650. So you bad. have better than the fifth 650. Your credit score is at least a 650? It's about 750. Oh, you have. So you do have white credit. I thought your credit was I, bad. I, Nigga, my oh, it was for a decade. It huh? was for a decade. My credit's my only been good for like score, so. My score is 772. Oh, y'all got good credit. They have fuck credit. What that? See that? That's the thing. Like, I ain't never met a white person who brag about credit. Only Negroes brag about credit, the ability to borrow money. This is I, somebody was talking to me the other day. They was like, it was a girl. She was like, yeah, she, you know, my score is at seven thirty, and I'm like, so you proud you could borrow money? Yeah. yeah. So you can vault yourself into into debt even faster. I don't think that's so much what all it is, little bro. I think it's the fact, too, that you need credit to do a lot of things in this world, even if you have money. What do you need credit for if you have money? No, no you know what? Let me rephrase that. Leverage. Have, listen. <laughs> leverage you can money. Have I mean, money. No, listen, though. You can have money. You can have a million dollars. You can have two, three million dollars. But if you were in commerce and you want to elevate that business, you're going to have to have some kind of credit or financial backing in order to proceed forward with that venture. Only because you don't have money. It depends. I don't, I don't know. It depends, man. Because you can I have money you, and get denied on some shit. How can you get? Den- how can they deny you something if you're paying for it? It's, Listen, maybe you don't have the money to pay for that particular thing. Maybe you're which trying is to, um, what I just said to you. You yeah. only need credit if you don't have money. Yep, and, and and unfortunately, even people with money need to have credit. If they no, in business, no, not if they got enough money. Yeah, well, no, like I'm, like like when my like my mom's dad, he had a lot of money. Me. When he yeah. wanted to buy something, he just buy it. He just walked up and fucking bought it yeah, outright. No, no need to run my credit, Mister Mister uh, whoever you are. Just, I'll just pay for this. Here it is. I mean, like I got frustrated a couple of weeks back at, at a place that wanted to delay and drag out the process, and I had the cash on hand. I was like, look, I I don't want to spend an extra thousand some dollars in the hotel. I'll buy the lease out 15 times 12 in a deposit. I'll give you the whole fucking thing. So I'll give you 16.5 today. Will you run my credit then? And they still, it was like the realtor was like, we'll do it. And then the management company was kind of like, because it's like not a thing that happens. But to Steele's point, from a number standpoint, here's where credit matters if you have money. Say I got a million dollars, right? And I have it invested in a vehicle that is paying me 10% a year. That's I don't want to, that's pretty good, but it's that's the market the last several years. So I don't want to break down that 10% to go put some to go put it into another thing if I can get that same money at 3%, because that 7% delta is going to stay coming back to me. So that's kind of the value of credit if you're going to do that. You know. Again, it's one of those things where you just don't have the money. Like you can have some money. When I'm saying have money, I mean you have the money for whatever it is you want to buy. You but can it's afford a, it. But it's well, what's your money costing it? versus what's your money earning? If I if I have ten million dollars and a thing costs five million dollars, but I'm making more money on the five million dollars than it costs to borrow five million dollars, then it's more advantageous to borrow it because the difference between the costs. And the earning is profit that comes into my pocket. 
Mm-hmm. Totally understand. But again, we still talking about, which I'm not mad at, not having money. Like, let's say if whatever you want, you can just pay for it. Yeah, but gee, now we kind of stepping out the realm of, of reality. How many oh, people actually people have it like that? That's How many people, people have it like that? That's some people. Yeah, Elon Musk. They don't got to run Elon Musk. No, credit. but everybody, everybody is not Elon Musk, bro. Let's live. Let's let's break it down I, this world. But that's the totally problem understand. with this country, though. The problem with this country is that prices have gotten so inflated because of the borrowing culture that that, that the metric of value has exactly. been polluted. You know, like you you don't have the money to go buy a house in Southern California. Go oh, buy wow. the house in Memphis, not go borrow the money and whatever else. I mean, if you pay. Three percent on thirty years at a million dollars, you're paying one point nine for that house. You know, does that make sense? Still, you get what we're saying. It makes sense. I get what he's saying. I'm, that's what I, that's the same stuff I was saying earlier. We are saying, yeah, I get it. So that's that's you know the whole what, point. You know what the thing is, though, bro, about credit and, and money and stuff is um, and I see it all the time. A lot of people in this country just live beyond their means. Oh yeah, it's like. They can never, they can never start saving because, you know, when you first got out of college, if you get a job making fifty or sixty, you feel like you're first making off, money, right? Okay, so first off, like, are we talking about like when you just started off getting out of college and shit? What are we really? We oh, like no. way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let me finish my thing. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying, bro. Let me finish what I was saying. I'm just talking about regular everyday people, right? Okay. You know, they may get a job where they're making fifty, sixty thousand a year, and they think that's good. That's a, that's a good living for them for the first few years, but then. They start buying more shit because, of course, they have more money than they had in college. So they start buying shit. They get an apartment. They buy this. They go get a car, right? Then they meet a chick that they like and say, you know what? Let's get married. We dig. Let's get married. Then, oh, I don't want to live in this apartment no more. I want to go get a house because uh, my friend Candace has a house now. And her and her friend, her and her boyfriend, Timmy, just bought a house. So now they want a house, right? So now this man is feeling the pressure to say, okay, I'm making this little 60 or 70 a year. I need to elevate my game. So he may either start, A, looking for another job, or B, deal with the shit that he's dealing with. You know what I'm saying? You want the most controversial hot take that you're going to get on this topic anywhere in America? What's that? Sure. Because I'm going to give it to you right here and now. I'm listening. I have, for over a decade, been pounding the table that the 2008 security or uh, real estate bubble crash mm-hmm. is the direct result of the feminist movement and the flooding of women into the workplace because you now had men still want women, but no woman wants a man that makes less than them. So the man has to pers- put out the perspective that he makes more than the woman. Well, if he doesn't, mm-hmm. how's he going to do that? By borrowing a bunch borrowing of fucking money. money. Yes, I agree. Yep. And that's that, demolished. That, hmm? So, again, the only reason someone would feel that's a, a fucked up take is they lack accountability. Only the, the gender that feels like they lack accountability. Only The only person, the only gender that would feel offended by that lacks accountability. Absolutely. So, if you're offended by that, then you... You lack accountability for mm-hmm. your actions. Because the, the reality of it is, is most men get into debt because of their spouse. And and, and yeah. it can be the other way around. There's some women that's very good with money, and you have a dude that always got these schemes yeah. and plans and plots. That's very oh. rare, but it happens. You know, it, it's, it's a double edged sword. That is an outlier. That is an outlier. It's an outlier. It's an outlier. Yeah, but you know, for the most part, you know, you see it all the time. You you see these guys, um, they typically live in places like Huntington Beach and stuff. They want to get as close to Newport Beach as they can, right? So they may live in Huntington Beach, right? Yeah. You will see their wife, and you just see these dudes sometimes when you're in the mall. You could tell they stress the fuck out. They just look unhappy. The kids is wearing, you know, the kids got on Jordan. The wife got her bag on. You see some poor asshole in the background. It just looked like he just depressed. I'm like, yeah, because he could pull out that credit card and go buy this shit. That yeah. they got now, and he go have a fucking heart attack. Figure out how to, to pay, pay for all this shit. You know what I mean? And all and that I, wife's doing is bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching. How come we still live in Huntington fucking Beach? All my friends from the, you know, Croquet Club, wherever the fuck, live in Newport Beach and Big Canyon mm-hmm. and then and then and then. We still over here off Brookers. What the fuck kind of? I'm gonna go cheat on you when you at work. All that shit. 
you, you see it all the time, man. That and, is some white people shit. But but you see it all you see it all the time, man. You see that all the time, and I guarantee you, if you took a survey of the average household of people that live in these places, they barely can afford to live there. Because I'm gonna tell you, the motherfucker that got money, I got a homeboy that's a real estate baron. He's mm. worth well over a billion dollars, right? A real estate baron, I like. That. Yeah, this dude. When I say he's a baron, you know, he calls me for this type of shit. Hey, Norm, what are you doing? I'm like, just, just chilling, working on some shit. Hey, well, I'm by your crib, dude. Come to the 605 and look at this plot of land I'm building. So I go over there to see his land, and he just don't got a little house he fixing up and no shit. This motherfucker actually has like a, eight, like a three, four, five-acre stretch. Dude, what I'm doing is I already got this lease to motherfucking Walmart, and I got the other one leased to FedEx. The other side of lease to FedEx, they're building the facilities. I'm building the facilities, and they go rent them from me for like the next 100 years. He yeah. signed 100-year land leases on shit like that. And you know what this motherfucker drives? He drives a pickup. He wears a T-shirt and jeans. You can't tell this motherfucker got money, but you know what he does have? He got a private jet. His crib is sick. But he just don't flaunt his money like that. Like, he don't, like, he he, he don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. Like, I get it. it for us, for us and uh, our community, it's always tough because when you're used to being treated like shit, you know, you always want to look like you not shit. You may be shit on the inside, but you at least want to look like you ain't shit. So it's it's a it's a you it's want to give yourself fighting right. chance to get treated decent. If somebody oh, we, the value, of, you know? we the kings are looking like we got more money than we actually have. Well, that's because again, it's it's one of those situations where you want to look better than you feel. You know what I mean? And it's a serious deep trauma. It's not simple. You know, it's it's, yeah, it's, it's much deeper real. than that. And and, actually, I, and I know this. And I know this as a as a man because I didn't grow up poor. Um, you know, Olivia, my mom, rest her soul, Big O was making, she was on it. She was a registered nurse. You know, she had a master's. Um, we lived in the farms in Compton. Like, we lived in Compton, but we lived in the Richland Farms, and that's kind of like a, a much more um, productive fluent area. area. Yeah, fluent. That's the right word. So, and then my pops owned a tow truck, and, you know, they both was hustling. So, you know... I never felt the need to show people I have something like, so yeah. even if, yeah. you know, I don't know my grandparents situation. I think my grandmother owned her house and I know my grandfather, I only met him once, but I know he owned his house. So I, I think I've never felt the need to show anybody. I have something. I just have something like, I'm not trying to prove it to you, but I noticed a lot of people that I came up with, you know, going down there to the car dealership, you know, financing cars, doing whatever, you know, way too face first into the economics that they making, trying to prove to everybody that they have something. So I just think it's weird, right? You have a bunch of people spending money to look the part and the part itself doesn't spend money to look like anything. It's almost like, it's almost like a false, like the way like my community and people from where we from see, you know, wealth, like we see wealth like Gucci, but everybody that I know that's wealthy, whether Brian Turner, whether Jimmy, any wealthy person I know or I, I, I talk to, I've never seen them have any signs of what we see in wealth. They don't have those cars. They don't have those belts. They don't have those garments. They don't have those shoes. You know, they're like, they're, they're busy trying to not look like money. So mm -hmm. I don't know which wealth you know, where did we get this false sense of this is how you, you know, you, you equate well. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? their year these are the moments of unscripted pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood you've waited all season for this it's time to take it to the next level don't miss one minute of the action tune into the nba playoffs on espn and abc 
If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Some people do have these um, opulent displays of wealth, right? Um, like my buddy, this my, my same buddy I was telling you about to wear the jeans and the t-shirts and drives a pickup, right? He has a private jet. That's his one thing that he, you know, he spends but, but, a lot of money on that. He still has a utility. That's a utility. Like he has to go around the country. No one's. He's not stunting. He's not yeah, coming not down stunt. your block, flying upside down, yeah, and waving at you jet, out the window. Like, that's because I don't want to wait in this fucking line at LAX. I'm going to fly out and, of Hawthorne and get there in half the time. Because, you know, like we, like we had lunch two weeks ago, <laughs> and he told me, and he was like, yesterday, he was oh, like, no. he was kind of tired because he oh. said, <laughs> imagine somebody flying through a jet. I come down on your street still <laughs> over there down in the jet. I know. That, wait, you remember when MC Hammer released that jet in the early 90s? I feel like he was doing that. He's coming through Oakland in that jet just, hammer. That's what you was doing, OG. Cause you was coming original, through Oakland. The original sideshow. Sideshow part one. He just sideshow <laughs> niggas like all oh, the hammer just came through in his jet, leaving donuts. You know what, no, in the, that's in some the jet baby. Would be a, that's some baby in them would have been back in the day. Doing donut jets. Mm-hmm. Donut jets. <laughs> just that's spinning. Oh my god. That's some stunner would definitely do. Oh, for sure. Stunner? Stunner with a jet? Stunner gonna tow his jet through New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Stunner gonna tow you know, his jet through New Orleans. You know what TQ told me, bro? It was something that was crazy that TQ told me one time. He told me this story, man, when he was signed to Cash Money Records, and they assigned a new deal with, with Universal. He said Birdman was walking around the hood barbecue with the check in his hand. Had a check for like something like $12, $13 million, and he was walking around the um, walking around the projects with it, man. Like they had a bar, and he was walking around with it like, yeah, well, look at this. Oh. Like, check. That's you know how like, guys be having uh, chains now with like pictures in them? Hmm. Rocket chains straight up like that with a cashier's check in that motherfucker, like right there with a gold frame and the whole picture, shit. That, that. Or like a deed to a property, like a deed to the house paid for a bot right there. Title to my car right there. Bop. You know it's a sad state of affairs that we've been that traumatized or that we feel like we have to show people that we're doing something. We feel like, oh, I have to have this Bentley. I got to have this chain. And it's like, you know, like even me would talk with my son about stuff like that. He's 21 years old. He was talking about sometimes this conversation is just like I have to listen to him and be like, well, man, you sound ridiculous. But then I have to remember he's young because he's talking about getting him a Bentley now in the next few months and talk about getting him a chain. I'm like, dude, so you just go start off just losing money, huh? At the rapper started, I gotta talk to Neff about that. The yeah, rapper the started, rapper started kid. kid, dog. You want a chain in the Bentley? Like for what? You are in the you, NFL. Everybody yeah. know you got money. 
What the fuck are you? Hey, he got a pension though. He can do that shit. But, but he listen, for five years to get a pension. But listen, to what I'm saying. <laughs> He's in the NFL. Yeah. Everybody gonna give him some pussy because they know he don't got to wear a chain. He don't got to have a Bentley. Every woman gonna give him some pussy. They know Just he tell him to wear money. his fucking jersey with his name that's on it. the back. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Oh, you a fan of that guy? No, I am that guy, bitch. That's the ultimate flex. Let me just wear my jersey even when I ain't hooping. Where's this is the real thing? Even with the rappers, because I'm gonna tell you something that I laugh about with rappers all the time. Once a rapper really gets in the game, he's around two or three years. His conversation changes from when he first came in because he realized that, man, I fell for the illusion. That it was popping because you see these guys on TV, they flashing money, they got jewelry on, they in some fly shit, but they don't know once a year, cut, you got to get that jewelry back. You got all that fake ass money, they go throw that shit in the trash and you go be on your way back home. And them clothes in a lot of cases that you have on your back, they go put them right back on the rack and take the motherfuckers where they rent them from. So okay, people was- fall in love with that illusion. Am I telling the truth, G? Yeah, no. I, that was like Too Short. Remember Too Short City where everybody in the neighborhood's chains for that album shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had they, these dudes people, pull out their cars. These kids fall in love with illusion and they get in, they realize, I'm, don't get me wrong, rappers ain't broke. They make money, but they make money from doing shows and they got to do a whole bunch of other shit. You know, they make money in other ways, but a record company check, dog, that's almost non-existent because guess what? They paying for you to become famous. They paid you to become famous, yeah. and and you are going to take the brunt for everybody in the building that took an L. Because not taking the, the brunt, person, they only loaning you money. They loaning you money, and, and then they spending the money. Loan. It's your marketing budget, and and they and they loaning you the money to pay the people that they hire. Like, okay, exactly. We, we we staff the best people in the business, right? These people are all on credit accounts with us, right? We staff, so we have our indoor staff and we have credit with people outside. We're gonna loan you this many millions of dollars, right? Okay, mm-hmm. you can, this This is allotted to you. Here's an advance on what you possibly can make. Here, this is allotted to you. Then the rest of it is, we have it here, we're holding your money, and we're going mm-hmm. to actually spend it with the people that we have hired here that are specialists. So we're going to pay all these people. The video <laughs> guy, we're going to pay that person. We're going to pay all of these people for you. So once you get out of the fit that, you know, I, I heard Meek saying that shit the other day. And he was like, oh, well, I haven't seen a royalty check. Meek is not selling two and three million records. Rest assured, Femi, you and these records, you know, two, two, three million dollars when you start talking about advances, video, studio time, you know, covering mm-hmm. all your flights and handling all the stuff. They got to be in Meek records, two, three million dollars. Meek is not marketing his projects. I would imagine he's not making more than, you know, 20 percent. So most of the time he's in the red. So when they, when when you hear rappers saying, oh, well, I haven't seen a royalty check. Nigga, you not say, Drake seen a royalty check. Yeah, for, for sure. You Drake know what? I'm going to you know, it's two types of rappers. It's three types. It's rappers that get dropped after they put out the album they did so bad, and it's rappers that they are, will allow to come back and get another advance to do another album. Yeah. They did okay. You know, they didn't make no whole bunch of money, but they didn't lose a gang of money either. Cause leave, they profiting off of that shit. But the way it's designed, you're allowed to come back and do another album. Then you got people like that small percentage of people like Drake and them that actually see a royalty check because they actually selling records. Dog, Kanye's advance was like $50 million. $50 fucking million. Like, there's a project he had put his contract up. Like, he had got advanced somewhere near like $50 million on a project. A mm-hmm. royalty check? For what? Yeah, he's not going to see, but he don't need one at that point because he's taking his off the thing, and they probably letting Kanye call a lot of his own shots with his marketing and everything. But see, that that's what the thing is. Do you know what going to go get a record deal is? And this is what I tell kids, right? Getting a fucking loan. Yes, what it is, but it's the worst loan because if I go to Wells Fargo tomorrow and say, hey, I want to get a loan under my you know business, right? And I get, like, let's say I borrow a million dollars, right? They're going to give me the million dollars. They're not going to keep the check behind the thing and say, well, well, the first thing, Mr. Steele, we're going to go hire this nigga across town and start filming all your productions. I'm like, hell no, hell no, hell no, you're not. But that's what the record company does. They loan you money to do what they want to do with it almost. But they do that, right? They they loan you the money and they do that because if you're new to the business, right, and they say, here's a million dollars, who the fuck do you know in radio promotion? Yeah, that's for real. Who do you know in advertisement? But like, that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be sure. a complaint, dog. It's it's like, and I, and I laugh, man, because 
It's a million people, even with meat complaining, even with all these niggas that come out crying and shit. It's still a kid out there. Somebody go off from a deal, and they be they may be rocking with me. Go, I'm gonna go independent. All them niggas say that until they get a chance to go somewhere. That check, man. Have some money. Until man, they I, get I, that check, they go go. Because is the hardest thing in the world. And like a lot of niggas say they're independent, but it's like no, they may be signed to an independent record company. Being mm-hmm. independent is a different thing like you literally have to finance everybody you have to figure out the right people to staff think about people we just been searching through and trying to find the right fits and you have to keep up with your bills shit i'm a month behind on greg right fucking now feel me so i gotta pay him you know it's it's it ain't no fucking joke it's not what people want it to be not to mention no it's not because you you would have to know the inner workings of a business you know to and only not that g like you know you a month behind on greg and it's probably because you a month behind. We we seven months yeah. behind on motherfucking the, 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 the motherfucking distribution payers. Yeah, you know, yeah, the trip yeah. giving us a payment. Yeah, they don't want to pay. They so so. It's it's funny because that's how you calculate. You like okay, I'm gonna pay all these people, and when I get this check, I'm gonna pay these people. This is gonna be the consistency. Shit, we behind on that fucking payment. So again, yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, credit is it's like. It's only a necessary thing when you don't have money. And shouldn't nobody be bragging about the ability to borrow money? That is not a brag. It's not nothing yeah. to brag about, dog. And, and like, the funny part about that whole thing is, like, women, I want to go, I want to date a guy with less than 700 credit score or whatever the fuck they want to say. It's like, dude, look, if you don't have the fucking income or the cash on hand to show up with anyway, it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck who matters? You can get a few thousand dollar credit card. What are you going to fucking do? You make 60,000 to 40,000 a year or some shit. You're going to go, oh, I got an 800 credit credit score. I'm going to borrow $10 million. Total fucking My credit score is fucking great. And I won't borrow a fucking nickel. I won't borrow anything. I've been telling still like the the house I'm going to build, like I'm just going to pay for it. I'm not borrowing anything. Right now I'm looking at trucks, right? I'm like, "Ah, I'm talking to Deuce. I'm like, I could buy this truck. I found a Ford. I could get it for, for 50 Feel me? I found this. I'm looking at trucks. I'm trying to figure out what can I just go pay for? I want to pay for it. I don't want to borrow any money. Like my mind is only fixed on borrow money. If it's going to make me money. Like if I'm borrowing money. Exactly. Yeah. It's to me borrowing for consumers. rough. We're in the process right now of going up for our first round of funding, right? Mm. Are we seeking our first round of funding? We don't probably been to the point where we around long enough to where I actually got a valuation on the company and where we at and everything. And I'm going out and getting some money um, because of that, you know, because we want to expand and stuff, the different stuff that we want to do. You know, you want to get bigger. That's how business goes. You want, you know, you got to staff it. You know, I yeah. got to staff it because I'm to the point right now where I have so many assets. I can't manage all this stuff. I can't be behind a laptop trying to run this, then do this. And on top of trying to host some shit, man, that's the shit is the thing. So really? now I'm to the point to where I need to go hire people to do certain things, right? And, um, you know. You bring up an interesting point, though. <laughs> like, I just want to make something clear for the audience. There's a difference between us at that kind of a level. There's, you know you can borrow money and have debt on your books and have all your equity, or you can have no debt on your books and you're compromising equity and you're raising a round of investors. Investors are going to eat up, you know, an ownership portion share. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's what I'll say. But, but with me, Just one really of the problems I've been having with that is I've had a few offers but it's always been stuff to where I have to really just look further down the line because I'm not new anymore to the point yes, where somebody giving me a 500,000 or a million dollars is like, because I realized that 500 to a million can come with a lot of tax to it. And I could ultimately wind up just working for these motherfuckers. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because what happened is, you know, I had a guy that told me, he said, I give you a million dollars, but I'm going to take 50% of the company. I want 50%. And he has a right to ask for that. So I have to really think at that point and say, you know what, man? This is a long-term decision. This is just not, because this is not me borrowing it. This is me saying I want to get into business with somebody I don't know. So then I have to make the choice to either say yeah or no. I can't say yeah, though, and come back later on to be pissed off about it. It is what it is, because it's one thing when you give somebody 30%. You still have total autonomy. It's the board, then you can still tell him kind of shut the fuck up or whatever. You know what I mean? And yeah. you don't have to listen to him. But when somebody becomes your equal, they can really tell you some shit. It's like they can, you know what I'm saying? They can do whatever they want to at that point almost. 
Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not worth it, man. I'm just tired of people crying because they don't have understanding of what they're getting into. Yeah, people people really, that that's a huge problem. Because, you know, the record industry is designed, you're getting loan and um, in defense of the record industry, they have to have those terms the way they have them because they take massive losses. All we see, you know, we hear about the, you know, Ariana Grande's, the Drake's of the world, we hear about them because they're popular. You don't hear about the niggas that's been on these labels for two and three years just burning through studio buggies and ain't well, ever come up with an album. That's like any other IP-defined industry. It's the same thing in tech development. I mean, you mm-hmm. go to an accelerator, or an incubator, or anything with VCs, angel funds in tech, we're going to develop 50 apps. We're going to pay these, you know, genius nerds $10 million a pop. We got 50 of them. One of them we're going to sell for $2.5 billion, and the rest of them are just going to waste our fucking time. Same with pharmaceuticals. We've got all these labs. They're going to research all this shit. One of them is going to sell a pill. It's going to make us a half a billion dollars. The other $200 million is just guys looking at microscopes all fucking day. Mm. You know, it's not, it's, it's the same thing. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Just let me get this off real quick. You know, I'm old now. I forget shit, right? I'm going to tell you what got the Still, business. You ain't that fucking old. No, I'm not. But, but let me tell you what got the business, what it was at, man. Do you remember like in uh, 98, 97, Puff and them was doing videos that they said million cost dollars. a million dollars yeah. and they, you know, you just had all these just really just grandiose videos, you know, they would spend the movie buggies on the damn three minute video, right? Mm-hmm. They really wouldn't spend that money on the videos, bro. It came through people getting money in other ways. Like, okay, I'm gonna let you do this. You go bill me for this. I'm a, and you go kick me back on this. Right. A lot of people did. A lot of people do that. A lot of these artists, they shoot a video and, <laughs> They supposed to be a CEO putting their clothing budget on their video thing. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's just like a whole bunch of it, it's a whole. Well, you want to write off shit, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a but it's a whole bunch of games that be played, bro, to drive the price up on everything. Yeah, well, that's because again, it's everybody's exaggerating how much money they're making in a business because, especially in our community, and I think it happened way before our community. Donald Trump 
it's funny because so many people hate Donald Trump, right? Or that's the concept they hate him, but they all run his play. They all run selling wealth and success. He's like one of the first people I remember as a child selling success, selling wealth, selling the concept of it. Right. So you have every rapper overstating how much they get in per show. You know, maybe they got that one time at this festival at the hottest moment of their career. They're overselling every last thing. And it's a bunch of people like it was dope in hip hop, right? To sell wealth because it was somebody poor, right? It's poor people and then they getting some money. So then you sell and you celebrate that for a while. But once you get to where Jay-Z's been at for a while, eventually it's just not attractive. Nobody fucking cares. Like you have to be another wealthy man or a person on the verge of being wealthy to even give a fuck. So is is and that's how I feel about even with credit, where people are selling, you know, credit scores. Like, oh, okay, this is the thing. Like, I hear homies from the street, like people from my neighborhood, come to me, like, oh, gee, I'm I'm trying to get on that business credit. I'm trying to learn about it and and get this and get the Dun and Brad. And I'm like, bro, like you don't really want to. Like, I'm not telling you how to hustle, but stick to drugs, bro. It's so much simpler yeah. and so much more <laughs> profitable. Cause this business shit, dude, it's like, you know, and you do like me, I have to make sure because I am seeking rounds of funding. Now my corporation has to be a one. I can't have it to where we about to close on something and they go in there and see that my um, corporation is suspended or some old ghetto shit like that. Everything has to be on point. You know what I'm saying? Everything has to be perfect. Cause they research that before they even start talking to you. Like, let's see who this dude I'm doing business with. Is it a real business or is this dude is looking to get some money? Yeah. Because and they're going to research you personally. Like, do you have government exactly. books? Do you have a divorce? Uh, yeah. It's about to happen, whatever the fuck. Am I going to give you this money and you're going to go get yeah, yourself you know, back to for even? For all they know, G, I could be getting this money and going out and go pay off my crib. <laughs> go get me a Rolls Royce and just look like I got it. Because I'm, I'm going to tell you all the story, dog. And I ain't going to say his name, but it was an executive that I know, right? Yeah. He used to work up at, um, I ain't even going to say the name, but he worked for a major record company, right? Mm-hmm. You know what he did for, and this is a huge company. I can say it now, standing around EMI, right? Yep. They was a huge company at the time, as big as Interscope or anybody else, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they were the Interscope back then. He worked in there, man. He had signing power, right? He had signing mm-hmm. power. He could open up budgets. You know, this dude bought 15 acts through there over a two-year period that were, that were non-existent. It was just a play being ran. Mm-hmm. This is around 96, like 90, like Listen, probably this, 94, 96. So he would come up there. Okay, I got this hot new rapper from Atlanta or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. right? They opened up a budget for it. Ain't nobody heard shit. They just going on his word. So they just busting checks, busting checks. Oh, man, I don't think the project could work out. So we go drop him, right? Cut mm-hmm. him a check. You know, a lot of artists, when they get dropped, they get cut a check sometimes to get let go. You, you, am I correct, G? Sure, I have not You know, they get a check, right? So you think about it at that time, these budgets, we talking about really, you know, um, any budgets anywhere from $350,000 to, you know, on up to a million. But he had that kind of power. Now, just imagine how much money they were making to be able to absorb losses like that. I would say he got out of there with every bit of like, probably like 11, 11 to $15 million, dog. So he mm. just pretty much, that's just like the ultimate in, um, Well, they got, they got, at White Collar, they got their own plays. Mm-hmm. They got their own thing players, is, and sure. this dude did do a even do a bit of jail time or nothing, but that just that's why the record industry got to where it was at because it's like okay, we go right off this 12, 13 million dollars, right? On some acts that didn't even exist. They don't have no masses for them because nobody ever recorded anything. Mm-hmm. And that was just crazy to me. I said, bro, you just burnt it out like that. Should I stay thing? The thing the thing I respect about the um the industry, right, is if they spend some money with you and they had a good experience, whether they profited or they didn't, they have like I've been offered more deals since I, I, I left my deal. Like I've been offered other deals. Like I think they're comfortable spending money with you. And if it's not a com like I don't think I've made cash money money. Like I think I've maybe got close to breaking even. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I think long as they're comfortable with spending money with you, just like the jobs, they'll keep giving the same people jobs, even though they haven't had success at other buildings because it hasn't cost them too much or, you know, a thousand different things that go with that. And you're perceived as low risk. So previously, oh, well, he broke even over there. They did something wrong. We can do something better. Worst case scenario, he breaks even over here. Not a huge risk. Exactly. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's what, interesting that you were saying like with Donald Trump and even with like with, with rappers or whatever else, like there's a couple of things that like as far as like, you know, that industry or, or, or your community or whatever is different from like how I grew up. I mean, the, where I grew up, you know, Newport Beach, there is no entertainment industry. It's different shit. So it's like if you showed up as where a young up, guy. Where I grew up at is just drugs, not industry. But go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, even now as an adult, you, you guys are in the entertainment industry now. There's sure. still nobody in the entertainment industry down there other than the fact that Tyson and Rodman moved into town or whatever. But like if you showed up 25 years old as some hotshot doctor or lawyer or whatever driving around some big old ass car, everybody down there is going to laugh at you and look like you're a fucking idiot. Like, not because you blew all your money, but they're going to look at you like, who the fuck's this idiot think he is? Like, everybody else around him has more money than him, and you want to come show these people up? Who, who the fuck you think you are? You, you're trying to show these people up that have done more than you, that are more than you, and you nobody? What the fuck's the matter? Like, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the game. It's like an Alge Brothers, the um, order of operations. It's like, don't rent an apartment and buy a Bentley. It's not the order of operations. The equation doesn't match, and everybody around you is going to look at you like you're a fucking idiot and like you're disrespecting them, and you're trying to show wow. them up. That's a huge separation culturally. Do you know it's the huge. order of operations still? I'm sorry, what you saying? Do you know the order of operations when it comes to algebra? No, I don't. I don't even you know how long it was Please I've been in school. excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Please excuse Parenthesis, me. exponents, division, multiplication, multiplication no. addition, subtraction. I don't so, remember that shit. I barely remember my ABCs, man. You're a damn lie. Parenthesis, no, my ABCs, exponents, no. multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. That's you know what? I never got hired in the CMF. Huh? I never got hired in the CMF, but English. That's because you was a fucking rapper and you probably did good English, English history and, and all that shit, dog. I, like A's all the time. I was actually well, they, stacking yeah, numbers now. No, but check stacking this out. Numbers. Stacking them bills now. Yeah, well, well I know I for sure no math, but shit. Count you your dollars. Was, I had a time, man, where they had invited me to the Cleveland School of Arts. I was actually invited to enroll in there and I didn't want to go because they didn't have a football team. And in hindsight, me looking back on it, I say, man, I wonder if I could have became the next Pablo Picasso or something out of there. You weren't going to be Pablo, but you could have been some shit. No, I, I was actually a very good artist, dude. I could draw yeah, very Pablo, well. Pablo wasn't Pablo in real time. You'd have to die for us to figure out what it was. Yeah, and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to make all that money and get all that fame while I was alive, notoriety. That's reasonable. <laughs> no, I don't want to get that when I was alive. Fuck, don't nobody, man, I'm going to tell you all this. Anybody that ain't showing me love, gee, anybody that ain't showing me love now, when I die, they putting out I mean, go shoot all the motherfuckers. And say, you okay. fuck these ass motherfuckers, he didn't fuck with you. Either you didn't fuck with him and he didn't fuck with you. He thought you was a piece of so shit. you Tell want me to trip on all of them? Hell yeah. If somebody, oh, don't come up here and homies, the rest of piece of homie, don't put shit up about me. I can't even get y'all motherfuckers to repost something. How far do you want me to go? Do you want me to go in the comments and say that when they yeah, post yeah. you? Go in the comments and say you fake ass motherfucker. Don't try to jump out the homies' movie. You trying to you trying to get some shit off his death. How far Amen. can I go? You can go all, all the way. way. Go hammer on their ass. Amen. Because I can't stand motherfuckers that do that. Don't wait till a motherfucker is dead to give a motherfucker um to give somebody their props. Yeah, Tell them when they're alive. Well, like, why the fuck would I care when I'm dead? What's crazy to me, just through all of this stuff, I have my best credit at the time I care least about it. That's how it usually goes. That's yeah. how it usually goes. Now I've known like I, 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 pay it, I pay it all. Like what I started doing was I use my credit card the whole month and then I'll just pay for it at the end of the month. Whatever it is. Like if I spent $2,800, if I spent $1,600, I'll just pay for it at the end of the month. That's how I do it. I, I, I remember I heard a dude say that to me. And... At a time, I think I cared about credit maybe 10 years ago. I thought credit really meant something. I'll oh, get your credit up and so you could borrow more money and be in more debt. And the more I thought about it, I was like, that's just stupid. You know who says but, that? Citibank commercials. Exactly. I, I, the ads <laughs> got me. So what I realized was, so I picked up this about 10 years ago where it was like a guy was saying like, yo, the worst thing that, you know, that you had your, got your hands on is a debit card. And I was like, well, that's how you pay for stuff. He's like, no, you pay for stuff with a credit card, right? And then you just pay for it at the end of the month. He said, don't pay for it with a debit card. There's no value in it. And you just spending money. He's like, well, spend money and then make the money work for you. He's like, so use your credit card, no matter what, you know, 
only buy things you can afford and use your credit card and pay for it at the end of the month. And he said, you'll have your credit score up in no time. And my score was at a 797 or something, but I, I cut off a credit card. Like I cut off a credit card probably and two months ago. And it you like took it on your credit score. Yeah, it took me, it went, it knocked me down to a 760. And now it's funny because I just got an email right now that my score is at. Where is that? And that's what happened to me, bro, because I call myself doing a response. Right. I had four credit cards and all of them. I was, you know, I was I was using one of them for the business. And so I was, you know, spend money on it and I would pay it at the end of the month, right? So my yep. credit score got pretty high. So I said, man, one day I got a nice little piece of money and I just paid off all my credit cards and I cut mm. the motherfuckers off and just kept one. Man, you know my shit dipped like 60-something points, 60, yeah. 70 points. I'm, I, I made the same you. mistake last year. I cut off that credit card and it, it just came up now. I, I'm looking at it right fucking now. I should show y'all motherfucker. You want to know what another interesting juxtaposition is? 778. There you go. Bravo. Whatever that is. Yeah, I guess I can borrow some money. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's a good thing. It's better than mine because mine went from being like that. Now I think mine is like at a 690 now. I would only borrow money if the interest rate was less than 1%. Well, I tell you, it's, it's people like trying I, to If I could buy a car, money. if I could buy a car and it was like, okay, come get this truck at 0.8%, okay. I'd buy it. You know what the thing is? How much man? is that? How much is that, Pete? 0.8% on 60,000. Oh, well, I mean, annually. I mean, shit. Out of, out of five year, that's four percent total value. You know, you know I mean? for, for what that you borrowed. That. What's that? What's that about? That's nothing. Yeah, it's that's nothing. uh, yeah, that's crumbs. And you know, what's crazy is now, like, um, inflation will outpace that anyway. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you that's know, um, when you have good credit, you you won't have a waste of people trying to get you to borrow money, because I'm gonna tell you. Ever since, and I don't know how our house, like for example, our house. When I first moved in here, we paid five fifty for the townhouse, right for the condo. But you caught you caught yours at the dip. You bought yours in the yeah, dip. At the dip, now it's worth. Well, right, right before worth, it dipped. Yeah, according to them, now it's worth seven hundred thousand. So they send me and her all this stuff every day. You can borrow two hundred thousand. You can borrow this. Now I be looking you like remember, just want to just get this shit just back. Do you remember when this? it fell down to three fifty and you was about to die? Hell yeah, I, I looked at that shit. Still was calling me like, what the like, fuck is going on, these motherfuckers? And I was like, just hold up, still. It's going to come back. It's going to come back I strong. And I said, well, maybe that's what it was. I, I was like, man, this shit is, is dropping down, man. We had never so, be finished paying for this motherfucker. Still bought the motherfucker right before it dipped. The first time when we had that really yeah. big dip. And I remember yeah, telling yeah. him, like, just stand strong, big bro. Go <laughs> back strong. Hey, you and they turned that shit to Beverly Hills. Go ahead. Like, Hell yeah, now it's worth. I'm gonna tell you, all it took was them. They built the Benny Hunter down the street from us. We popping over here. I don't even leave the city. No, yeah. what you're not allowed to do. Hmm. You aren't allowed by law to let to take that two hundred thousand dollars out of the, of the, you know like mortgage against your property. Mm-hmm. And say so you get it at two point eight percent or whatever the hell. You are not allowed to take the two hundred thousand dollars and put it into an investment that'll pay you. You know. 2.8 plus X and pocket the difference. That's against that's the law? Yeah. That's Get against the, the law? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. But this is my house. Yeah, but because of, um, you know, lending, backing, and insurance, finance laws, all, all that kind of shit. Just, all you're getting is this 2.8. Because, it, because, it. because it, would, it, it would put people in a position to say, okay, well, yeah, I'm going to go take... $200,000 out of my home and go buy McDonald's stock. Well, if McDonald's stock tanks and you lose your job and the market goes down for housing, now everybody, like people would compound, you know, bankruptcy like hardcore. But uh, to me, I'm a libertarian. I'm, you know, if that's what you want to do, then go ahead, eat your bankruptcy and be broke. You took a chance, you lost. Scandal. I don't know why that's such a problem in this country, but apparently it's a huge fucking problem. We're looking out for tuning in to the No Ceilings Podcast. Please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, comment, and share. This episode was recorded right here on the West Coast of the USA and produced by my homeboy, A-King, for the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Yeah. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, 
Real sweat, blood, and tears. Real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.